Yo, today's QOD is there is yet to be a robbery by somebody who pulled up in a limo. Here we go. Welcome back to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. Thanks so much for tuning in to our Finance Friday episode where we talk about all things money mindset. We've got the late, great Dan Kennedy on the show today. And today, Dan is going to share a couple limiting beliefs about money that are actually true. And he's going to share a couple that are totally false. And if you ever win the lottery, he's got a really good strategy in here, something that you can do that'll greatly reduce the number of people who ask you for money. This is actually really, really good. Here's Dan. The other big reason people don't wind up with a ton of dough is because they're afraid of it. Having money will create all sorts of problems for me. By the way, on the next page, just for fun, I gave you this great article I found the other day about Kenya millionaires some kind of big accident, insurance settlement, and now there's all these impoverished people living in huts who suddenly got millions of dollars and all the problems they got and their marriages are falling apart. (laughs) So having money will create all sorts of problems. Having money will alienate me from my family and my friends. Big issue for a lot of people. They don't want to be the only one in the whole bunch Having money will make me a target to be taken advantage of. Having money will change me into a bad person. Well, the first three are true. So if you want to be afraid of something, go ahead and be afraid of the first three, because they're absolutely real. Having money will create all sorts of problems for you, and initially, you're probably not equipped to handle them. However, not having money has a whole bunch of problems, too. Which set of problems would you rather have? Yeah, it's not that money makes problems go away. I assure you, Trump gets up every morning with a long list of them. You know, but which which set would you rather have? I've had them both. I'd ra- I got a car right now, brand new car. Door won't close if you don't hit the lock button twice. Got a little electrical system defect. You know. The little doohickey that you set the seat so two different people can get in and out of the seat and it returns to the position. Never been able to make that work. Turned out wasn't necessary. Never been able to make that work. <laughs> um, and you know, those things are a little annoying. But hey, I've had the car where there was no floorboards and you couldn't change a tire. I'd rather have these problems. Give me a choice, you know. I'll take these, you know. (coughs) Having money will alienate me from family and friends. Will from some, especially if you say no to them. (laughs) Here's a favorite side strategy. There's a guy here in Cleveland. He was on the radio. A friend of mine has a radio show here. He's on the radio. He hit the lottery. Not big, but millions. Before 
he goes down to cash the ticket because now he's going to be on the news with the check and the right. Here's what he does. He calls all his relatives and his friends and he says, I got an emergency. I need to borrow a thousand dollars and I can't tell you what I need it for. Can you get over here tonight? And he checks them off. As you might imagine, he don't have a whole lot of people running over with a grand. A whole lot of folks on the list have a reason, not a check. The next day, they all see him on TV having won the lottery. This dramatically reduces the number of incoming calls <laughs> trying to tap the lottery winnings. Brilliant. I'm driving down the road, listening to this on the radio, I'm thinking, this guy, it, it's just incredible. He got it. Yeah. By the way, Louis Anderson's book, if you have family problems, Louis Anderson's book is worth reading. Because um, he's got his whole family, you know, who have been trying to tap him ever since he made a dollar. Um, having money will make me a target to be taken advantage of. Yep. The more you got, the more visible you are with it, the more people will try and take it away from you. Mm -hmm. That's true. Well, yeah. The bad news is, if you, if, the only way not to have to worry about that is not to have anything for them to take. Mm -hmm. That's the deal. Having money will change me into a bad person. People believe that. They fear that. But money and character are, you know, bad people are bad people. And you know the old deal, so far in the entire history of the convenience store industry, there has yet to be a robbery by somebody who pulled up in a limo. <laughs> the getaway car hasn't been a stretch. Mm -hmm. One don't have much to do with the other. Making money too easily is wrong. Big deal for a lot of people. Goes back to the hard-earned dollars thing. You know, I got a pretty strong work ethic. I work hard. Got it from I'm my father. But my father probably was also, to the degree that he has a superior work ethic, he's probably ingrained with this. If you didn't get it by working hard, you don't deserve it. And the only way to get it is by working hard. Well, do you believe, you believe that? Again, go take a look at all the hard-working people and see how much they got. You know, Ron's great slogan is, the less I do, the more I make. And man, there's a lot of truth to that in a lot of different ways. Rich people are unhappy. Having a lot of people will make me unhappy. Having a lot of money will make, make me un, unhappy. Jump to page 18. People who attract money think and talk differently than people who don't. They have their own language. Their language with others is interesting. I'll point out two things to look for. One is, you guys are all, you all belong, how many of you go to your, like, your trade association conventions or trade shows or those kind of functions? Okay, good. Here's how to know who to talk to. The only association I currently belong to, and for a number of years went every year to all the functions, is the, is the National Speakers Association, the trade association of those of us who 
do this for some or all of our living or pretend to. Um, and uh, um, at the National Speakers Association, 90% of the hallway cocktail party conversation among speakers is about the art and style and drama of, 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 of speaking. Translation, it's about the technical doing of the thing. Mm -hmm. Not only do they talk about doing the thing, they deliver their shtick, their stage stuff, now conversationally. You can't switch them out of it. If you go to a chiropractic convention, 90% of the hallway conversation isn't even conversation. They're busy adjusting each other. <laughs> They're busy doing for free to each other what they're supposed to be doing for money in their office. And incidentally, they won't touch a patient in their office without x-rays first. But in the hallway at the Aladdin in Vegas during the Parker Convention, nobody needs x-rays. They're up against a wall, they're on the floor, they're bent over a chair, everybody's whacking each other. <laughs> and, they're all, and they're all talking to each other about their different technique. I do the Gonstead technique, I do the whoopee whoopee technique, I use the activator, do you use the activator? When we used to put the chiropractors and the dentists in the same seminars, they came to the evening seminar, they didn't know, we mixed them. The chiropractors, of course, all thought we were selling only chiropractors until they get there. And you'd see them occasionally, there's sitting a couple of them in the room before we get started, and the one guy's talking to the other one, I use the whoopee whoopee technique, and the guy's going, I've been in the deal 30 years, never heard of the whoopee whoopee technique. And one's a dentist, and one's a chiropractor. You know, it takes them like five minutes to figure out they're working on different anatomical parts. <laughs> Two years in a row, I spoke at the National Guild of Hypnotists Convention. What are they all doing on the breaks? Woo-wooing each other. <laughs> this one's got the deal. This one uses the, you know, they're all out there hypnotizing each other. You don't want to talk to any of these people. Mm -hmm. There's maybe a few here, a few there. What are they talking about? How to get money. That's what they're talking about. They're the ones you want to talk to because they're the ones who got the money. The ones who are talking about the doing of whatever their thing is, I promise you can predict their bank balances. Because they're all focused on the wrong thing. They even think they're in the wrong business. They don't know they're in the money business. They think they're in the whacking, cracking, speaking, woo-wooing businesses. They don't even get that. And so their conversation is all about what's real comfortable to them and all about, you know, the doing of their thing, which you know, is a tiny little piece of the puzzle. If you don't know that by now, in whatever business you're in, the actual doing of the thing is such a tiny little piece of the puzzle. I mean, it's all about how do you get money? How do you get a customer? How do you keep a customer? How do you build the value of a customer? It's all that. And so you don't want to be in conversation with any of these people. You want to find the few. 
Now, there's times to have conceptual conversations and philosophical conversations and all that, preferably with people who you've already identified in your mastermind group or you've already identified are a whole lot more successful than you are and so forth. But for the most part, you want to be around the people who are talking about the money, especially if you want to increase your amount of money. All right, that was Dan Kennedy wrapping up our week. You can learn more about Dan at nobsinnercircle.com. And if you want to watch today's entire talk, it's a six-hour seminar just about creating wealth and prosperity, and it's called Creating Wealth and Prosperity. So check that out on the YouTube. And, uh, yeah, hope you enjoyed this week's talks. I will see you on Monday. Have a great weekend. Peace. (music) 